your hand in your skirt Cause keep your hand in your skirt Is a fun way to remind yourself To mind your own business You are a woman who manages her own set point So ladies, keep your hand in your skirt Hello and welcome, my name is Sabrina Keep your hands in your skirt have you been minding your own business, managing your own set point? Today's topic, today's topic is intimacy. Into me see. I love intimacy. What do I mean by intimacy? First of all, what does intimacy mean to you? When you hear the words, what do you think of? I probably at one point thought intimacy was a romantic connection. It had to do with a sexual connection. Today, I do not have that definition. My definition has really uh, expanded and broadened. And I think it's a super, super important topic because I think it's something we all long for, we all need, we, we all require it, actually, I believe. Because intimacy, right, into me see, do you see me? Uh, there's a relationship teacher that I really like. Her name is Esther Perel, P-E-R-E-L, Esther, P-E-R-E-L. Uh, she's fantastic, fantastic relationship expert. And she talks about the how relationships have changed, the romantic relationships, and how at one point couples, right, like they had reasons to get together, right? They, to raise children, you know, there, there were specific roles, but as the collective keeps changing, as the consciousness keeps changing, what like what happened for our parents, what even you know happened 20 years ago, those dynamics no longer exist. So there's a modern way to be in a relationship now, right? Because people are so independent financially. Uh, people don't need or require partners anymore. People can raise children on their own, so they don't need or require uh, uh, somebody of the opposite sex, right? So the relationships keeps changing. So she talks about the importance of developing intimacy in this now reality. And intimacy is into me, see, do you see me? Do you see me? And I don't know if any of you guys remember, but uh, Avatar, right? What, that's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite movies of all times. So I can watch it over and over again. Because in Avatar, in Pandora, they demonstrate intimacy, right? They, they demonstrate in the animals, right? They, they see, they acknowledge, they respect, they honor everything, every consciousness, the animals, the plants, right? They, they have that knowing, that awareness that everything is valuable and everything is important and everything is acknowledged. And that's what, in, to me, that's intimacy. And so what happens when, for me anyway, what's, what's happened for me as I've changed my relationship with intimacy, actually, I've changed my understanding of what intimacy is. And then that's allowed me to change my relationship with intimacy. And that's allowed me to access new types of intimacy. So I actually want to tell you about a workshop I attended called Conscious Contact that was the most intimate, the most intimate three hours 
I have ever spent with strangers. And I was so excited for the class because, um, you know, after COVID the last couple of years, people have been isolated, people don't touch. And as a, a person where touch is my, my primary language, right? I love touch. And so I was so excited to go touch people, right? So excited to go touch. But then I realized like as the, the day came that it was time for the workshop, like I was kind of apprehensive. I was kind of like a little concerned because I hadn't stopped to, think that the people I'm going to be touching are going to be strangers, right? Like, so I really, really love touch, but I love touch with safe people, right? People that I've, uh, like that I've allowed in my circle that I know are safe. So then I got a little, I was a little kind of worried before the workshop started. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, like these are going to be like strangers. And I don't know, like, I don't, like I've got like a protective field around me. I don't, I don't like, yeah, it sounded really good when I first read, read about it, but then all of a sudden it's time to go and I'm like, ah, like touching strangers, eye gazing with strangers. You know, that was, it was intimidating. And I just got to tell you about this workshop because it blew my mind. So there were uh, two facilitators, Alex and, and Sam, and they're just starting these workshops. So we were kind of their guinea pigs, but they had they had all this like planned, right? And so there were two facilitators and then um, there were three of us that signed up for it. So it was just kind of like a practice workshop. Well, so they're basically all strangers to me and um, it's, you know, felt really welcoming. It felt really comfortable. And then, um, you know, we kind of started off like the first thing they did was just kind of like a like a like a heart opening, a, like a little baby like meditation, a little like baby yoga, kind of like a little few gentle stretches, just kind of you know warm you up, get you acclimated to the en energy of this small group and to the strangers, and then um, you know they introduced themselves. We kind of went around and and talked for a little bit. And then uh, that was kind of like, then we like kind of left the mind, right? So most workshops or many of the workshops you go to, they, that you stay all in the mind. It's all like thinking, processing, right? Like it's somebody's monologuing and, and you're receiving like data through the mind. Well, the point of this workshop was to get into the body, to let the body right? Let the body experience the workshop. So they were really great in the beginning and they were, um, they were really clear that it was going to be a really safe space, that it would be uh, intimacy in a safe, conscious contact, touching contact, but in a really safe way. And so, uh, you know, you had total freedom if anything violated your personal boundaries if anything felt uncomfortable you use your voice and say you didn't want to do that use your voice and say you know pass um but just knowing that you were in this space with other people who intentionally wanted to connect but simultaneously stay safe like that was such a permission slip right because then you knew like you knew no one there was right no one was thinking about like the romantic piece, 
the sexual piece, all like just was gone. So when you can be with strangers and you don't have to be concerned or worried or apprehensive about, you know, maybe somebody's going to perceive this the wrong way or maybe somebody has a, the wrong agenda for being here. When that like just got removed, like your barriers come down, right? Barriers come down and it was like a really safe place to start to do these body practices of intimacy. So, and it was interesting, they intentionally wanted to start building the energy, right? To build it so the comfort could be getting built, the trust could be getting built, the momentum could be getting built. So then the next exercise we did was um, like a train for massage. And so even just to touch a stranger, right? In the beginning, just it was to lay your hands, just put your hands on their shoulder and just like be intuitive, you know, did you have permission to touch them? Did they feel safe? Just you're introducing yourself to them, right? You know how somebody, sometimes people you don't know very well, or even people you know really well, they come in and they grab you or they start like, it's too much, right? It's too, too intense, especially if you're sensitive, it just, it's too much. So just being aware, just being mindful, come in gentle introduce your touch, introduce your energy. And sometimes the touch does actually happen on the body, but actually the energy field, there's so much stuff that happens just outside the physical skin, right? Like, like, you know, and you can feel that, like if you do these different exercises, you can, you can feel, right? You can see like how close you can actually get to your body and you can feel, you can feel right? Different people have different levels of sensitivity and you can like, you can be actually touching the energetic field. And sometimes like that's, that's enough, or that's a gentle way to just start, like just introduce yourself, get, develop the, the confidence, the trust between you and, and this, this stranger, right? Conscious contact, right? Conscious contact. Um, and then the next exercise we did was eye gazing five minutes, timer set. So can you imagine eye gazing with a perfect stranger? And it's, it's fantastic because like everybody had a different experience of, you know, like how it felt in their body or what they could see. And there's just something that for me, and there was something so magical about just seeing someone and then just being mindful, like, to let them see you because sometimes we can you can be looking at someone but you can have your barriers up right you can have your walls up you can have your energetic protective field up and you might be right looking right eye to eye with somebody but if you've decided they're not coming in they're not going to see who you really are they're not going to you're not going to share your vulnerability you're not going to share your authenticity they they won't they won't be able to perceive you know you be you know be in relationship to you in an intimate way. So to intentionally, intentionally drop your energetic walls, to intentionally drop your energetic space, to be vulnerable and let a stranger or let someone see you. So it goes beyond eye gazing. It goes beyond just staring into somebody's eyes. It goes like you start to, it's like you have this like spirit to spirit, connection soul to soul connection like like somehow you leave you don't leave your body but you leave you leave like looking at the container and you like go deeper like you go into the you you go into the field behind the physical 
and and you can start to perceive them you can start to like share yourself with them and you can start to receive them and that that exercise was amazing uh, so we did that and then the next exercise right because it kept building it kept building the next exercising was just to hug somebody hug a stranger but see like the, the confidence or the trust was building so you just stand and hug a stranger for five minutes and I don't know if you've ever noticed but I've always like noticed a lot of people like, you can tell if people are comfortable with touch by by the way they hug and a lot of people give you that pat, right? And I always sense that people that pat you, like they're a little bit nervous. They're a little outside their comfort level. They really maybe don't, maybe they don't like to touch. Maybe they don't like people touching them, right? And, but, right, society says, oh, you give, you know, give your grandma a hug or, right? Like people force people to hug and maybe, you know, maybe, you know, maybe kids don't want to hug or, right? Like, so just to, Hug, right? Hugging someone by choice and hugging someone and just to kind of like lean into the discomfort or lean into the awkwardness of feeling like, you know, you have to make a joke or you have to say something or you have to like, right? Like, because it was so intimate because our bodies, our bodies were the ones communicating, right? We, we weren't in the mind anymore. We weren't using the voice. We were communicating through through touch, through intimacy. Am I amazing, right? Like it was so amazing. And then we did an, uh, like another massage activity and then we did uh, a final massage activity. And this three hour workshop, right? This three hour workshop just changed. It didn't change me, it fulfilled me. It satisfied me. I was so full. I was so full, I was so satisfied. And I didn't like have words to explain what had happened because I didn't really, you know, if you've never done this before, but like I just knew I was I was so filled up. You know, a lot of times you, you know, we're searching, especially seekers, we're searching, like we're hungry for something, right? You're hungry for something and maybe you try to read a book or you try to go to a class or you try to do a workshop or you, you attend something because you've got this hunger. You're, you've got, you know something is possible and, and you're trying to find it. But a lot of times, you know, it's just kind of like with food. You can go to some place and it can taste good and it's okay, you know, it was, you got full, but it wasn't maybe satisfying. It wasn't like you weren't, you didn't savor it. You didn't like, you, you didn't have like the joygasm, you know, they say some people can eat food and it can be so exquisite and so, you know, refreshing and nurturing that it just stays with you. It complete, like it, you feel complete, you feel so satisfied. And that's what, like, I realized this intimacy right? This intimacy to intentionally let someone see your soul, see your spirit, see, see you, and to receive others, this intimacy, it was, it, it was just so satisfying. And what I found, I found I was full for a couple weeks, right? I was full for a couple weeks. And it, it made so much sense to me because I'd been listening to this relationship teacher, this uh, Esther, and she talks about how in romantic couples, couples like can fight and they can have challenges because they, they, 
they want or need so much from the other person. And so often the other person doesn't have it to give, right? Like one person can't fill up your soul or your spirit, or right? Like that's like one person you can't like... When you expect one person to be your everything, you're just setting that container up for failure because they've got their own life. They've got their own needs, they've got right their own interests. They've got their own stuff going on. You know, John Gray will talk about relationships and he, John Gray believes that in the romantic connection that in women in particular need to get full themselves, right? You need to get fill yourself up, take care of your own happiness, take care of your own set point, right? Keep your hands in your skirt, ladies. So John Gray teaches you gotta you gotta get you know get yourself full like to 85, 90%. And then your partner, right, can come in and that extra 10% makes it like, wow, like it's such a uh, uh, contribution to you. It's such a benefit. It's such an add-on. And that 10% that your partner can give you is like, wow. And right, like, right, you can take your life from great to excellent. But you got to get to great all by yourself, right? You got to get to great on your own and to depend, to expect one person to get you to great, right, is where is where we see where we see like all the hurt feelings and the disconnections and the right the blaming and the guilt trips and the attacking and you know all of these dysfunctional patterns happen when you're expecting or needing or requiring your partner to fill you and so so I was just like so surprised by going to this 3 hour conscious contact workshop like I was so full right like I was so satisfied and so full for several weeks and so I wasn't needy I what I didn't require so much from anyone else because I figured out right like I found a way to play to co-create with other people who are mindful who are aware who are conscious I figured out a way to get my needs met so I was, I was satisfied. And then you write, it's so easy to be in relationships. So, right. Like, so your relationship with your lover or with your kids, it's so much easier because you're not needy. You don't, you don't, you, your soul, your spirit is, is, is full. You're satisfied. You're happy. And, and so you don't need or require or expect so much from other people. And so intimacy, I don't know. I think it's really like the, the future. I really think to be mindful and aware that we require it, right? It's like oxygen. If we're, for me, like if I want to have a fulfilling, satisfying life, I've got to have tools. I've got to have processes. I've got to have activities, hobbies, things that I do that are intimate. With, right? Intimacy. I need, I require, right? I demand to co-create with others who have this same awareness, who have this same desire for themselves. And I want that exchange, right? I want to be intimate. I want to be able to see you, right? So pick, you know, safe places, safe people to do this with. But like, but the quality of the connections, right? My my hunger or my demand for quality connections is is really changing, 
right? Because this superficial, right? And sometimes it's okay to have superficial, right? Where we have, you know, 24 hours in a day, some, some interaction, some contacts. Sure, of course, they're going to be superficial. But to, to get satisfied, to get, you know, to get my, my soul nourished, to get my spirit nourished, I need to make sure, like, I provide the space and the time, you know, that's required to, to get the inside of me satisfied into me see so intimacy i think i think um i think everything's going to change as we all like receive more intimacy give more intimacy and i don't know we can like just support each other in such a different way and it doesn't like i love that it bypassed the mind right we buy we didn't the three hours wasn't talking I mean, a little bit of talking, but it wasn't a talking. It was a body workshop. It was communicating through the body, communicating through different, different like modalities, touch modality, sight modality, energetic space modality, not the jabber jaws, right? And I love talking. I love, love talking, but the talking right form of communication doesn't the depth or the texture of talking is not as satisfying or fulfilling. I don't know, it was great. Conscious contact. Hopefully this, uh, these two people that did it, they're gonna keep doing it. He said he wanted to take it uh, around the world. He wants to travel with it. Hopefully they do, or you know, they teach other people how to do it because it was just so satisfying, so... Uh, intimacy. I hope you're having intimacy. I hope you can find a way to connect with intimacy. I hope maybe, you know, you have people you can eye gaze with, just do different activities, right? And it's, it's, it's just so fulfilling. So keep your hands in your skirt. Thanks for listening. Manage your own set point. Use tools to change your vibration. Raise your set point. Thank you for listening to the Keep Your Hands in Your Skirt podcast. Make sure to subscribe and please leave a review. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you in the next episode.